Yutes and Chof Kislev, the 19th and 20th of Kislev, marks the day when the Alter Rebbe, Rabbi Zaman of Liadi, was released and liberated from Tsarist prison in the year 1798. And this day has been celebrated by Hasidim ever since. And the Rebbe Rashab coined this day as the Rosh Hashanah, the New Year of Hasidus. And the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak Schneerson, coined this day as Chag HaChagim, the holiday of all holidays. And so the question is, what makes this day so special? What is the history behind this day? And how do we apply this message to our daily lives, to each and every one of us? To begin with the basic story of Yutes Kislev, the Alter Rebbe, as we know, printed the Tanya. The Tanya is known as the Tereshebek Savav Chasidus, the written law of Chasidus. There were other Jews at that time that felt that the teachings of mysticism and the teachings of Chasidus was something that should be kept secret, esoteric, hidden, and therefore, they did not want al Rebbe to teach the teachings of Tanya and Hasidus to the world. And so they, they slandered the al Rebbe, telling the Tsarist government that the Tanya had various teachings that was anti-government. And because of this, they arrested the al Rebbe. The al Rebbe was arrested on the day after Sukkot, the day after Sukkot, and was released on the 19th of Kislev, 53 days later. And therefore, because he was released on this day, we know that one of the reasons that a person has to praise God and thank God, and in the time of the Holy Temple, they would bring a sacrifice, a korban teida. And today we get called to the Torah, and we make a special blessing, Baruch HaGoymel, is one who was in prison, and comes out alive, and is released, is supposed to make this special blessing before God. Especially a Nasi, a leader of the Jewish people. As Rashi tells us in his commentary on the Chumash, and as we know that a five-year-old child already begins to learn and study the Torah, in the Chumash Lemikra, and therefore even a five-year-old child knows that Nasi Huakoil, that the Nasi of the generation, the leader of the generation, is equivalent to the entire generation, and the Nasi Huakoil, the Nasi is everything. And therefore, when a Nasi, a leader of a generation, becomes imprisoned, it is considered as if the entire generation was imprisoned. And therefore, on this day when the Nasi is released from prison, it is considered as if the entire Jewish people were released from prison. So that the Rebbe says in his famous letter that he wrote after he was released from prison, that as I was reciting to Hillim, the book of Psalms, which is a book that we try to recite every day, after Shacharis, after our morning service, we try to read the Psalm of the day, or the Psalms of the day. However, when a person finds himself in distress, and a very difficult situation of oppression, or sickness, and needs God intervention, so then as the Jewish people have done ever since the time of King David, is to recite the book of Tehillim. And by reciting Tehillim, God answers our prayers. So the Altarebbe added to his daily recital of the Tehillim. 
And as he was reciting verse number 19 in chapter 55 of Tehillim, which says, that you redeemed my soul from those enemies against me who are fighting against me. For the multitudes were together with me as he concluded this passage of that you redeem my soul. Before he started the next passage, says the Alter Rebbe in his letter, I emerged in peace by the act of the God of peace. So this day has been designated as a day of simcha, a day of joy, and a day of rejoicing. This is the pshat, this is the simple level, and the simple interpretation of Yutes Kislev. And as you know, every mitzvah in the Torah, and every concept in Torah can be interpreted at least of five basic levels, of pshat, the simple level, remez, the hint, drush, the homiletics, soy, the esoteric, and chassidus. So two, to explain the concept of Yutes Kislev on these five basic levels. So the first level, as we explained, is the day that the Alter Rebbe came out of prison. And the pshat is that the Baal Shem Tov and the Magad of Mazrich came to the Alter Rebbe in prison. And even though they already passed away years before, the Alter Rebbe tells the story how both of them came in prison to visit him. And he asked them, why am I here? What did I do wrong that I should be in prison? And as you know that every kitrug, every decree down here in this world is a mirror and an offshoot of a decree in the higher worlds. And the Valshemtov and the Magi told him the reason that you are here in prison is because there was a heavenly decree that you began to teach Hasidus to the world. And the world was not ready for this special teaching of the Torah, the secrets of the Torah. And because of that, there was a decree in heaven that you should be put into prison. And because the Tanya that you printed was 53 chapters, so too you are in prison for 53 days. The Alter Rebbe then asked, if that is the case, should I stop teaching Hasidus? Should I stop teaching these secrets and pearls of the Torah? And the Vashem Devamagid responded, on the contrary, now that you have breached through the floodgates and you have broken open these dams of the Torah, you should continue to teach it ever more in a greater and wider and deeper way than ever before. So this is the pshat of Yutes Kislev. This is the basic interpretation of what happened on the 19th of Kislev, now that he was released from prison. So now we begin to learn Chassidus in a deeper and wider and a greater measure than ever before. What is the remez? What is the hint of the 19th and 20th of Kislev? So first and foremost, there's a famous story that the Baal Shem Tov writes in his letter. That one Shabbos, the Baal Shem Tov had an outer body experience. His soul left his body and traveled to the higher chambers of the heavens. And in that journey, he met the soul of the Mashiach. And he asked Mashiach, Mashiach, a Masai Ka'asimar, Mashiach, when are you coming? And Mashiach responded, When the wellsprings of your teachings will spread forth throughout the entire world, then I will come. 
And therefore, the day of 19th and the 20th of Kislev, which is the Rosh Hashanah of Chassidus, is a day that we make resolutions to study more Chassidus and to inspire others to study this dimension of the Torah. And by doing this, we bring about the coming of Mashiach. And therefore, each one of us has the opportunity and each one of us has the obligation to study these teachings because by studying these teachings, we bring about the redemption much sooner. Furthermore, the, the remez, the hint for the future, is that we know the code of Jewish law tells us that Friday afternoon before Shabbos, it's customary to taste from the foods of Shabbos. If you walk into a Jewish home, Friday afternoon after midday, you begin to smell, ah, the gefilte fish, ah, the delicious challah, and the kugel, and the chicken, and the chicken soup, and the knetlach, and the matzah balls, and all these beautiful things that are being made for the Shabbos. You smell it in the air, you can feel it in the air. And the same is true with the universal clock. We find ourselves now on the universal clock in the year 5,774. In other words, we are already Friday afternoon since the beginning of creation. For each day is a thousand years. So now we're Friday afternoon after midday. After midday, you begin to smell the foods of Shabbos. What are the foods of Shabbos? So we are told that Shabbos, which represents the ultimate Geula, when the Mashiach will come, is Torah Chadasha Me'iti a new Torah will be revealed when Mashiach will come. So great will be this new Torah that Mashiach will teach us that Rab Chaim Vital tells us that the Torah that we learn now is Hevel Vavolim, is not, and nothing is compared to the revelations we are going to learn and experience when Mashiach comes. So therefore, already now, before the coming of Mashiach, already Friday afternoon, we begin to smell and taste of these fragrances and foods of Shabbos, and therefore we have been allotted the opportunity to see and to learn and taste from these new teachings of the Torah, known as the teachings of Chassidus. And even though there are those people who say, who are we to learn the teachings of Kabbalah? Who are we to learn the teachings of Chassidus, the esoteric levels of the Torah? This has been reserved for holy people, and people who are more knowledgeable, etc., etc. And yet we find today in the yeshivas, in the Chabad, both the boys and the girls, already before Bar and Bat Mitzvah, are learning these secrets of the Torah. And the Rebbe explains that after all the sufferings that the Jews have experienced, and after all the terrible challenges that we have gone through throughout all the generations, we are definitely refined and holy enough to begin to learn from these teachings. So this is the remez. This is the hint of Yuteskus leaf. What is the drush? What is the homiletics? The homiletics is based on a pasuk or a halacha. So we said earlier, the Alter Rebbe stated that when he was redeemed from prison, he was reciting the pasuk on Tehillim. The pasuk of Pada Bishalim Nafshi. Redeem my soul in peace. So the Gemara comments on this. The Gemara, the Tractate of Brachis, page 8, side number 1, 
And the Talmud says over there, Kol Anyone who studies and preoccupies himself with the study of Torah, and with the acts of goodness and kindness, by giving charity and helping others, and he prays together with a minyan, together with a congregation, says God, it is considered as if you have redeemed me and my children from amongst the, the nations of the world. In other words, this day of Yutas Kislev is connected with redeeming God and redeeming the children of God, the Jewish people, from amongst the nations of the world. And how do we do this? Very simply, by the three pillars upon which the world stands. By studying Torah, by giving charity, and by praying. And praying primarily with a minyan, with a congregation. Not alone in the secret of your home. And therefore today... A day of Yutes Kislev is a good time to make these resolutions that for the coming year we are going to increase in the study of Torah and the studies of Chassidus and in charity and also to make it our business to show up more often in the synagogue to pray. And furthermore, the Alter Rebbe writes in his letter that this was a day that Hifli Hashem bi'enei kol asarim v'chol amim. This was a day that we saw the wonders of God in the eyes of all of the ministers of the nations of the world that are in all of the provinces of the king. In other words, that this day of Yutas Kislev, says the Alter Rebbe, marks not only my liberation and a day that Jews should rejoice, but this had an impact on all the nations of the world. For the Tsar himself came to visit the Alter Rebbe in prison, and all of the ministers that met with the Alter Rebbe in prison were totally inspired with the knowledge that the Alter Rebbe had, and after questioning him and speaking with him, they too were transformed to the degree that they allowed him to leave from prison. And they didn't need to fight a war like on Hanukkah, or to change the ministers, or to change the czar, but the same czar and the same ministers, and the same people that were responsible for incarcerating the Alter Rebbe, these same people agreed that the Alter Rebbe should leave prison. So this is the drush, that this is a day of Padre B'Shalem, a day that each one of us can find peace in our souls, each one of us that has this incarceration, a personal limitation, a personal difficulty, this is a day that we can pray to God and God will release us from our bondage and from our limitation. This is the drush. This is the homiletics of the 19th of Kislev. What is the soid? The esoteric level? Everything in Torah is exact. Especially things that happen to a tzaddik, a holy person, and a leader in Israel, that the day itself is also important. In other words, the Baal Shem Tov teaches us that everything is Ashkacha Pratis. That even when a little grass, a blade of grass, moves from left to right, this is by divine providence. 
And this has an impact on the entire creation. How much more so when we talk about the chosen people, how much more so when we talk about a leader of the Jewish people, how much more so when we talk about a leader that revealed a new teaching to Am Yisrael. So this day that he was released was the 19th and 20th of Kislev. He was released 19th in the afternoon and then he was delayed and detained for a few hours and finally he came home late at night and the Chassidim celebrated the 20th. So therefore today we also celebrate the 19th and the 20th and we try to make up a bringing and get together in between the 19th and the 20th. And of course those who bring and get together the eve of the 19th. And the eve after the 20th is even better. The more the merrier. So what happened was that these two days of the 19th and the 20th are celebrated. What's the concept of 19? So the Rebbe writes, that the Rebbe speaks about 19 already in the Kutatera. And we spoke about this in earlier classes. That the number 19 is the Miloy of Shema Vaya. The number 19 is the extension of God's name. In other words, God's holy name, the Yud and the He and the Vav and the He, equals 26. However, if you spell out the letter Yud, and you spell out the letter He, and you spell out the letter Vav, and you spell out, again, the letter He, the additional letters equal 19. In other words, that the 19th of Kislev represents the revelation of God. As Jews, we are maminim, maminim. We are believers, the children of believers, that God created the universe. However, God is concealed in the universe. And our job is to find Him. And through the study of Hasidus, and through the study of the secrets of Torah, we reveal God in the world. And that is why the 19th of Kislev was the day chosen from above for the day of the Alter Rebbe's redemption, for the day of the Rosh Hashanah of Hasidus, for the purpose of Hasidus is to reveal God in this world. Furthermore, on the word Vayaged, to tell, the uncle says, this is the Chavi, which means the word Chava. Chava, who was the wife of Adam, also equals 19. Ches is 8. And Vav is 6. And He is 5, which is 19. What is Chava? What is the job of Chava? And what is the job of every Jewish woman? And what is the job of every woman in general? The idea is Vayaged, to tell. To tell, to reveal that which was hidden. In other words... The job of Chava was to reveal the potential of Adam. The job of every woman is to reveal the potential in her spouse. The job of every mother is to reveal the potential in her children. And similarly, the 19th of Kislev is to reveal the potential of every Jew. Each one of us has an Eshama, has a soul. A Chelek Elkam Mamish, which is part of God Himself. And just like God is infinite, so too our souls are infinite. However, we limit our souls. And therefore, by the fact that we understand who we are and what we can do through the study of Hasidus, we have the power to empower ourselves, 
to leave our self-imposed limitations and to, to find real freedom and real success. What is the concept of Chof, the number 20? The Rebbe says the concept of 20 represents Yesh, represents the physical world. Because the Alter Rebbe, in the Tanya, in the letter number 20, talks about the power and the godliness that is found within the physical world. In other words, as it explains in Chassidus, Chaf represents the level of Keser, the crown, which is also manifest in the lowest of all levels, which is Malchus, which is the concept of kingship, which alludes to the physicality of the world. And this is also connected with Chassidus, because what is Chassidus all about? To bring down godliness into the world, to show how godliness exists in the world. Not only is Hashemayim Shemayim Lashem, not only is God found in the heavens, but God is also found down here in this world. And furthermore, the idea of Chassidus is to bring down this faith that every Jew has and to express it and articulate it in a very physical way. Through Chabad, which is Chachma Bina Das, through the concept and understanding and through knowledge. There's another interpretation that the Rebbe alludes to, which is a teaching from his father, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak. And the Rebbe's father says something quite amazing. He says, before every great success, before every great hype, there's always a yirida, there's always a descent. For every descent is for a greater ascent. We see this before the giving of the Torah on Sinai. Before the giving of the Torah on Sinai, which was God's revelation on Sinai, what happened? The Jewish people went into Egypt. Who put the Jews into bondage? The Egyptians. They came from Cham, which was one of the three sons of Noah. Cham was the, the lowest of all the three sons. And through Cham, we go down into Egypt, and then we receive the revelation of the Torah on Sinai. Yerida, Tzedek Aliyah. A descent for greater ascent. When Mashiach will come, we are going to be released from this bondage, the bondage of Edom. Edom is from Esav. Who was Esav? He came from Shem, the other son of Noah. But Esav himself was a grandson of Avraham, a son of Yitzchak, and a brother to Yaakov. Not only was he a brother to Jacob and Yaakov, he was also a twin. They shared the same womb together. And therefore, before the coming of Mashiach, when Mashiach is going to reveal the secrets of the Torah, we have to go into the exile of Edom. But Edom already is a higher exile. It's a higher exile than the exile of Egypt. It's an exile of freedom. We have our rights. We can do what we want. It's the final frontier. But through this difficult and very, very intellectual exile, we'll come about to the revelation of the new Torah that will be introduced through Mashiach. And then there's a third. And that is the revelation of Chassidus. For the 19th of Kislev, is known as the Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah of Chassidus. Who were the people who were anti-Chassidus? Jews. Israel. 
Yisrael themselves were the ones that were anti-Chassidus. Because Chassidus is so great, and because Chassidus has to unite the revealed that was received on Sinai, and the concealed that will be introduced through Mashiach, so this great Torah, which will be, and that was, introduced through the Baal Shem Tov, and then the Alter Rebbe, was contrasted and conflicted by whom? By Jews themselves. And because of this level of refinement of the exile, that Jews themselves say, we can't teach this Torah, who gave you the right to learn the Torah, who said you're old enough to learn the Torah. This Yerida, this descent, brings about the greater asset of the revelation of Teresa Chasidus, the teachings of Chasidus, that we celebrate on the 19th of Kislev. Now what is the connection between 19? Says the Rebbe's father, I believe, Yisroch, as follows. When the Jews came out of Egypt, and they went through the Sea of Reeds, it says the Sea of Reeds split into 12 different tunnels, 12 different canals for each of the tribes of Israel. We are told that when Mashiach will come, and we will cross over the Jordan, then it's going to split, or the Euphrates rather, it's going to split into seven. Seven plus twelve is nineteen. So the nineteenth of Kislev unites the redemption of Egypt through the Sea of Reeds that had twelve different canals, and the redemption of La'asad Lavai that will happen when Mashiach will come, when we'll go through the Euphrates, that will be split into seven different canals, and together it's united on the 19th of Kislev. What is the teachings of Chassidus? Chassidus says about Chassidus, very simply, that Chassidus is the essence of Torah. It's the crown jewel. It's the fifth level. It's the highest level but also the essential level. There's a famous mushroom, a famous parable given by the Alter Rebbe. And that is, there was a prince that was very sick, and the king called doctors to heal the child, and nobody could find a remedy. Finally, one doctor came along and said, I have a remedy. The remedy is found in the crown jewel. I need to take the main jewel of the king's crown and liquidize that jewel and give it to the child to drink and then the child will be healed. The king said, anything but the crown jewel. This is a jewel that I got from my father. He got it from his father. He got it from his father all the way back to the beginning of the country. I can't give that away. Anything else? Time passed on. The child's illness got worse. And finally the king said, fine, do what you have to do. And so the doctor takes this crown jewel and he liquidizes it. And he gives it to the child to drink. The doctor says, king, you know, your son is so weak. And it's hard for him to even drink. A lot of this will be spilled on the floor. It's going to get wasted. And the king says, don't worry, as long as one drop goes in, 
it will help my child. And the same is true with the teachings of Chassidus. This is the crown jewel. And for many generations, God kept this in secret. He kept it hidden. He did not want to reveal it to the world. However, as the generations went on, and God's prince, the Jewish people, fell lower and lower into exile, we got sicker and sicker. So God said, I have to take the crown jewel and give it to my people. And even though perhaps a lot of it will get spilled on the floor, if one drop will enter, this no doubt will change and heal my child. And that is why specifically in our generation, the lowest of all generations, we have merited and we have been privileged to receive this greatest teaching of all times, which is the teachings of Chassidus. And furthermore, as we said earlier, as a preparation to the coming of Mashiach, who is about to reveal himself, we are also privy to this teaching of Chassidus, which is also an introduction and a preparation and a taste of the world to come. So what do we have to do? Yutes Kislev, we celebrate this year 200 years since the passing of the Alter Rebbe. And therefore we have to make a shturim, a clarion call, a wake-up call, to do more than ever before. So what do we do? As we said earlier, Yutes Kislev is known as the Rosh Hashanah of Chassidus. It's called the New Year of Chassidus. And it's also called the Chag HaChagim. And because it's the new year of Chassidus, what does it mean, the new year? It's called the Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year. Not only the beginning of the year, but rather the head of the year. The head means that it's the mitochondria for the whole year. The head gives the body direction, vitality, and sustenance. And so too, this day of Yutas Kislev has to direct us and give us vitality for the rest of the year. What does that mean? It's not enough that we make a good resolution, and we make a achlot toiva, and we make a good decision that we're going to be better this year and study more Torah this year and give more charity this year. But it has to come out into reality. A healthy head has to effectuate the body. If it doesn't move the body, the head is not doing its job. To think a lot is very good, but it's not a healthy head. Only if the feet move and the hands move and the eyes see and the hear and the ears can hear, then you know you have a healthy head. So to make resolutions alone is not enough. It has to impact that the feet is going to move and the hands are going to clap. So therefore, by making resolutions now, we have the ability to change the year for good. And this is truly Chag HaChagim. What does it mean Chag HaChagim? The holiday of all holidays. How can you call it the holiday of all holidays? Which connects us, by the way, with the Rambam. The Rambam says, in mitzvah number 52 and 53 and 54, that there's a mitzvah to go up three times a year to the Holy Temple and to celebrate with your whole family the holiday. What does it mean to celebrate the holiday? To thank God for all the blessings and the miracles that He wrought upon the Jewish people. So the question is, how can we say that Yutes Kislev is the holiday of all holidays? You can say it's another holiday. 
Hanukkah is another holiday. Purim is another holiday. But the call is the holiday of all holidays. So the Rebbe explains what is the purpose of a holiday? Why is a holiday called a holiday? As the Gemara tells us, a holiday is a combination of chatzil lechem v'chatzil Hashem. It's half for God and half for you. Half a day we celebrate with eating meat and drinking wine. And the other day, other half a day, we study Torah, we pray. And we have to unite these two concepts and make them one. So this concept of, of joy and celebration is really the entire purpose and the principle of Chassidus. As the Baal Shem Tov tells us, to serve God with joy is a major, major principle in Judaism. And this concept was revitalized and regalvanized through the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov inspired Jews to serve God with joy. It's not enough that we do a mitzvah reluctantly because we have to, because our parents forced us to do it. No, we have to see the joy and the beauty of every mitzvah. So that is the concept of a holiday. What gives the holiday that joy? What is the mitochondria for all holidays? That's chasidus. Because that is a major, primary teaching in chasidus. For Hasidus teaches us not only to be happy three times a year, but to bring the joy of the holidays into every single day of our life. Every day you should rejoice. When you see God in your life, when you see how God has divine providence and really controls the world and causes all things to come into existence, then you're joyous. And knowing that God chose us, to be his ambassadors to the world, this has to bring about tremendous joy. And furthermore, Hasidus is very against the concept of fasting. There are many uh, great Kabbalists that say that if you sin, you should fast. Many, many fasts. And cause yourself self-affliction. And the Tov came about and said, no, on the contrary, simcha, joy, eat, eat meat and drink wine and make a bracha before you do it and use the strength and use the energy of the delicious meat and of God's food and of God's vegetables and of God's fish and of God's grain to become stronger and to use this strength to serve God. It's all about simcha. So therefore on this day of simcha, this day of joy and this day which is Chaga Chagim the holiday of all holidays. It is a day of Rosh Hashanah, the new year, where we draw new strength and new vitality to be the mitochondria, to give us direction for the entire year. We should make new resolutions to strengthen our study of Chassidus and study in general of, of, of Nigla, of Talmud and Rambam, and to study Morchitas, Chumish, Tehillim and Tanya, and to give more charity and to pray more with a minion. And we are sure that God will be redeemed and the Jewish people will be redeemed. And we'll see Kasimar Domalka Mashiach, the coming of Mashiach, speedily in our days.